Welcome to another episode of Propcast, a property podcast that aims to educate, inspire, and engage property investors. We are your hosts, Dami Shionbala and Bimbala Osaige. Hey, what's up, Dami? How are you doing? Hey, Bimbala. I'm well. How are you? Well, I'm cool. It's been a, it's been a good time, actually. It's been a good time. I feel like I haven't, I mean, we've had the last couple of episodes, we've had guest speakers. Uh, so we haven't really caught up properly, so I'm quite glad that today is just you and I. Yeah. That's the two of us. <laughs> property, properties, property. I'm not going to try and sing, so it's all good. <laughs> we'll keep that one there. So what's been, what's been happening? Man, my life has been busy. It's yeah, been quite got, busy. You've got four, four deals on the go, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yes, I've got four deals. Can you imagine that? I've got four deals all at one time. This is probably the most that I've had in in yeah in the same period. So it's quite um it's quite interesting that in 2020, the year where everything is the whole world is upside down, is like the year that I'm having I'm doing like four deals all in the same at the same time. That's amazing, right? That is amazing. And I think it, it's going to be quite interesting, even based on what we're going to be speaking about this morning. So, um, no, well, well done you. And uh, sh- should we get into it? Yeah, but you know what? I want to talk about the what I've noticed in the last, in the last say, what, two, three months? So, okay. I mean, we're in 2020. This is the month of August. And just three, four months ago, the whole world was shut down, locked, like locked down. But one thing that never really was locked down, so to speak, were the auctions. So I think for anyone that listed a property to sell on the open market, had they were quite, they were definitely locked down because no one was viewing, no one, no estate agents, all of the estate agents were back in their homes and nothing was happening. But I, I noticed that the auctions never stopped. So what they did was rather than have the traditional auctions, everything turned into online auctions. So auctions carried them like every single month in the session, March, April, May, June, every, you know, trading was, was still um, going on, buying and selling and auctions carried on. And then I kind of thought, I had, I had imagined that as we, uh, as we went through the lockdown, that the sales or the figures would go down and then they probably like, let's say, for example, out of a, a lot size of, say, 100 or 200 lots in, an, in a typical auction, I was thinking that maybe just maybe half of those lots would sell. But what I noticed was even in the lockdown, they still had a really pretty good success rate. Like I looked at the statistics and I don't think I saw any auction, any major auction that was anything less than 70% sales. So, of course, it was slightly less than what it would have been if not for the lockdown. However, it just carried on. And even more so, what was even more surprising to me was some of these properties were bought without being seen because obviously there was no physical go down to the property and have a look. So it was mostly online viewings and people were still able to buy properties just by looking at it online. So I thought that was quite interesting. But then what I also did notice was as soon as we then came out of the, you know, like the soft lockdown. So in June, when the prime minister said, okay, guys, you can come out a little bit and just be careful and, and make sure that you, you adhere to the social distancing rules and, and all this other good stuff. 
I noticed that one, the, 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 the market or the spine and selling definitely did not decline. It carried on. But more so is the fact that people are paying ridiculous amounts for properties. Like the bidding was massive. I was at an auction, I think I was like four, three different auctions, trying to buy four different lots. And for every single transaction, I was outbid. And I wasn't outbid by like a thousand pounds or two. I was, I was in, most, in some cases, I think in one particular case, I was outbid by, I think, 29,000. And I'm like, wow. I'm sure this property isn't worth this much. And I saw that happen in literally every single one of the properties I wanted to buy. And I'm thinking, I am sure these properties don't really, you know, they're not worth this much. But clearly people are buying people are buying, people are investing. I know that the, the stamp duty holiday is probably one of the factors, uh, one of the reasons why people are buying a lot these days, because of course, if I was a first time buyer or if I was someone that was looking to move houses, I would want to buy now so I can save on the stamp duty. So that's really, really pushed the whole buying of properties in, you know, in terms of how much people are willing to pay how many people are out there buying? It's it's look, it's been a, a, a for me it's just been a phenomenon because I was thinking that with the lockdown everything would slow down and you know it, the property market basically does not has not mirrored what's going on in the economy. I think it's the summary of what I'm saying and that's quite interesting. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I did a post on LinkedIn the other day, and. Um, where because even not just sales you know uh, i've noticed that or you know speaking to agents since coming up out of lockdown um and speaking to agents and they're telling me that the rentals have gone through the roof oh, wow. not just it's not just sales but um you know they're having record months because um you know they just their stocks going so quickly and um, yeah, it's 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 really interesting that yeah, both sides, sales and and rentals, mm. and I think you know it, it's it, on one side people are holding, trying to hold still and not quite sure what to do. So maybe they're going to rent for a bit longer. And on the other side, investors are just getting into the market and snapping everything up at premium prices. So uh, yeah. I think you said. When we've been uh, talking, you said yeah, you, you, you wish to be the one selling because oh, <laughs> yeah. the, the sellers are achieving really, really good prices at the moment. Yeah. Right now, I can't wait to be a seller. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to be a seller. I want to sell a property. Do you know the other day, right? This is how crazy it is. I sat down and I was reflecting. I thought, hmm, perhaps I can sell one of my properties. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I want to sell, right? Like, literally, I don't have a need to sell any property right now. But I'm just thinking the way that people are buying, like, I could put a, a property of mine on the market and it would sell, like, it would literally, literally go off the roof. I actually thought of selling. Well, it was just a moment of madness. I'm not selling. I'm not selling any of my current stuff. But I'm definitely mm. wanting to be a seller in this season. But you know what? I I kind of agree with the, the rental side as well because so just before lockdown, I had just completed a refurb on a HMO. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before. So it's a three-bed turned into a five-bed HMO. And literally we finished, I think that the, the decorator finished his very last 
piece of painting and decorating on um, the first week of March. And of course, I was quite excited about being able to rent this property out. And then all of a sudden, lockdown happened. And just before we went on lockdown, we had just managed to secure one tenant. So it was a house now, four rooms empty, one, one, one tenant. But during the lockdown, I still conducted some viewings on my own, but none of it actually... Uh, um, resulted in an actual tenancy but then as soon as we came out of lockdown I think the first week or the first two weeks of lockdown the estate agent found me another person so I was like wow this is great and then that week I found someone privately so I was quite excited and then I was thinking okay but do people really want to come and live with other people in this season where everyone is social distancing like can you imagine everyone is thinking social distancing so you would think that the HMO sector will be I mean I think they even said this at the beginning that the HMO sector was going to be hugely affected because obviously these are people sharing but anyway what I found though is in the last I mean right as of today that I'm speaking to you the whole property is it's filled with tenants or oh, I've got one more right. coming in. Um, right. I've got, I've got, I've secured five tenants and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like, even though we're in lockdown, everyone's social distancing, people are still coming together to live together. So no, it's, it's, I, I think the property, you know, I would love to hear or love to see, or I'm yet to see or to read anywhere either online or in the news that the property sector has been, so massively affected negatively i think it's it's been positive for for, yeah. for, um, for everyone so it's amazing i love it love it love definitely, it definitely. <laughs> so today we're talking about the recession yeah recession recession <laughs> the hour the forbidden hour that everyone has been talking about since brexit like literally everyone has been talking about a possible recession from a few years for a couple of years right Oh, Brexit, Brexit, recession, impending recession, and then COVID. Oh, my God, recession. Okay, so what? It's official now that we're in recession? It's official that we're in recession. So we've had two quarters of negative growth. And, uh, yeah, when you, when you get into two quarters of negative growth, you're, you're um, what's it called? You're officially in a, a recession. So that's what we're in. And... Um, it's quite interesting about this one. Obviously, this is this hasn't been caused by any um, banking institutions like the one in two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is a COVID recession, a coronavirus recession. So, and the the stats are quite um, interesting. So, this is the deepest slump since nineteen seventy four. So, if you you know, for for us. We've probably been through two recessions. The first one was in 01. Um, I don't think I was really economically aware then. Um, <laughs> still a young lad in school. <laughs> and uh, then the first, the first one that I really um, noticed was when I actually started working properly. And that was in 08, which was the big banking one. Um, and then now, uh, we've, this is 2020. And we're now in a recession. So this is the deepest one since 1974. Uh, we've had a, a falling gross, uh, a falling GDP, uh, gross domestic product of 20.4 percent, which which is basically the worst since uh, records began in 1950, mm. which is uh, which is quite interesting. Um, so interestingly, we're not the worst affected. So Spain is actually worse affected than us. Um, their their fall off was was actually a lot more than 
or just a bit more than than ours. Um, so they they fell twenty two point seven percent, and while we were twenty two point one percent. This is the eighth technical recession since records began. Um, so I've mentioned too that I I certainly uh, know of or been through. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll reel off one more stat and we can just talk about it. So, yeah. Or maybe two more stats, actually. So um, the economy is 17.2% down on kind of pre-lockdown levels. Yeah. When you see the graph, it's, it's the, 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 the um, decline is just, it's phenomenal. Um, and then, but more interestingly, a large number of businesses have remained closed since since uh since the lockdown so even though there was some growth in 2020 um that you know that the the, the the a lot of businesses have have closed down uh, and remain closed down so yeah it's um we are officially <laughs> in a recession wow oh by the way by the way um the the winners out of this there are some winners by the way and the biggest winner, can you guess? Biggest can I guess is China, right? No, no, no. In terms of like in the economy, in the economy, um, yes, I do you know. think would be the biggest winner? Uh, you know, I'm sure you can you can hazard a guess. So I would have thought it would be China, but perhaps it's not. Um, winner. Or let let me let me put it this way: in an industry, there would have been one industry in the whole lockdown. Oh. Oh. doing really well oh of course of course it's the property 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 is it uh, no <laughs> what oh, oh oh wait 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 who's the winner what's everyone looking for this come on what, sanitizer? What? Pharmaceutical? exactly exactly oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i want to be in pharmaceuticals right now exactly hygiene and cleaning products went of course. the roof so they um they've they've been they've been they've been balling. Do you think it's too late to set up a company that this <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late. It's never too late, right? Oh yeah, of course. Why how, how can I forget that? How can I forget that industry? But actually, just as a side note though, do, it, is there any I mean, do you have any stats to show what China's economy is right now? Because I, I believe, I think I heard that their economy is, you know, is doing really well. <laughs> China's economy contracted in three months to June um, from a year earlier. So, and I think this is signaling the start of a recession, even though they did improve slightly in their last period. So remember, you've got to go through two periods of contraction before, yeah. um, before you can be declared in a recession. Um, but yeah, I, I think they they did slightly better than their previous period, so they're they're not um, in a recession, or they're close to being in a recession, should we say? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the economy has been doing well, better than <laughs> despite everything. Okay, so first thing I want to say is, where is Corona? Like, is it a person that I can go to their house and flog them? Because they're causing way too much harm. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if I know where Corona lives, I want to go there and flog it. It has just brought so much disaster. 
So yeah, one of the jokes that I heard, uh, you know, because Nigeria was one of the um, earliest countries to come out of lockdown. And um, one of the jokes I heard was that, um, you know, because they said, uh, you, when, when they came out of lockdown, they basically put some, uh, they put some measures. So by three o'clock, you had to, you had to be back inside the house, right? And uh, one of the comedians was like, oh, so it seems that, you know, anybody outside after three o'clock, you're on your own now because Corona is coming out and it's going to come and get you. So make sure you're back in your house by 3 p.m. Um, so yeah, it was just, yeah, yeah, anyway. I remember that, I remember that. As though you can just restrict corona to a time period. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. But no, I don't, I don't think you can uh, flog, or you can find corona and go and flog, uh, go and flog <laughs> corona, Bimbala. <laughs> it, would, it would be nice if we could, but um, yeah. Oh dear. So, okay, so let's talk about this recession. So we're officially in a recession. What does that mean? Like, what does that mean? Does that mean that in the next few months we're not going to have any money? <laughs> does it mean that in the next? Like, what does that actually mean? I mean, I, I say that as a not not so much as a joke, but again, as a as a serious question. Sorry, I say it as a joke, but actually as a serious question. Do we first of, first of all do we think that recession is going to hit the property? So even though it's a it's a nationwide recession. Do we think it's going to hit the property industry? And what does that mean in terms of buying and selling of properties and renting of properties? And what, what would that mean for us as individuals or as a family or, you know, whatever, as, as people? Yeah, so I think there's lots of different ways you can cut it up and slice it and look at it. And, you know, it, I guess... The main thing that we know from this from this recession, and I think each recession has to be taken, as you know, you have to take it with its, with its own merit. This yeah. recession has been caused by coronavirus, and we know that a lot of a lot of businesses have had to either change ways of operation, mm. or or actually just stop trading. Now, a lot of those businesses may not survive the time period where they've stopped trading. So for example, we know that Virgin, you know, one of the biggest airlines is filing for, um, I believe they're filing for bankruptcy because they had enough cash flow to sustain them for a period. And, you know, once that cash flow finished, um, they then had to look at other means. So a lot of businesses are not coming back. And as a result, or maybe they'll come back by in a different way. And as a result, it's meant that people are also losing roles and losing mm. jobs. Yeah. So, so there's that, there's that, that's the first, that's the first impact. And of course, if people are losing jobs and things like that, then, you know, that has a knock on effect on the economy. People are not spending as much. People are uh, saving and rather than, you know, rather than spending and for the economy to kick back, you do you do need you do need to be spending so that's the first view really you know the impact of a recession is is typically people losing jobs and and uh and not being able to spend in the economy the second thing then is i guess from our perspective as property investors how do we see the recession um a lot of a lot of property professionals 
have been calling that there's going to be a recession for years and years and years. Mm. Typically, you know, as you know, um, property, it goes in cycles, right? You have, yeah, you have the recession years, you have the boom years, um, and they've been calling that there's going to be a recession for a long, you know, they've been calling it out for a long time now. And um, so the recession is finally here. So I think you're going to see two reactions. And typically this is why, you hear this question a lot. Would you buy a property during a recession? Um, mm. And the reason why you hear that is because there's usually two responses. Um, so those who have, um, who are always looking for an excuse not to start something, um, and maybe this has been a bit generalistic, but typically, um, you know, if if you if you're if you're wanting to get into property and you're always waiting for the right time you know yeah. uh, a couple of months ago the right the right time it wouldn't have been the right time because covid has started yeah um, now it's not the right time because recession has started um mm. uh, whereas we know that actually during these type of times um you know it gives the greatest opportunities i know of uh, property professionals who have been um, kind of getting rid of properties so when you were talking about getting rid of your property uh, earlier on I was like well actually this is what a few professionals have been doing they've been filing yeah. cash so that when a recession does hit and things do inevitably um, you know take a turn for the worse um, yeah. then they have the buying power to to really grow and acquire even more properties so you know as professionals we know that actually in recessions gives you the best opportunities to buy property yeah um, so so th th those are two ways you can look at it so i guess we can you know i'll probably revert back to you and say um so for you do you think this is a good time to buy property well, so every time I've heard that question, I've, I only have one answer. <laughs> and my answer is every day is a good day to buy. But I actually think that when we're talking about recession, the question that people ought to be asking is, is it a good time to sell? I think that's the real question, not a good time. Because if I, if I break it down into the different things, different things that we have, different seasons that we go through, there's always, every day is always a good day to buy. Because and it, and it depends on exactly where you, it's it's it depends on where you are, um, the point at which you are, and your investment journey, and so on, and on what goals you're looking to achieve. So, for example, in a recession, typically we expect that prices would drop. We expect that you know whatever the house prices are, are this moment that we're speaking by a day or two or a month's time, or as we go into the recession, it's going to drop. So if I'm an investor, I'm happy to buy um, because it means I'll be buying low. But as an investor, I might not want to sell because it means if I was selling and I have to sell low, I might not get the amount of money that I'm looking to achieve. So I always feel like the right question to ask is, is it a good time to sell? Because I believe that it's always a good time to buy. It all just depends on what your strategy is. It all depends on what is it that you're looking to do because if the house prices are if house prices are high, um, so if house prices are low, you actually want to buy so that when you then you can keep it longer, and then maybe when house prices go up in value, 
then you can decide to sell it at that point in time. Now, what also tends to happen is when there's a crash in the housing market or whatever the case may be, for some reason, the rental market literally gets stronger. Because I remember in 2008, uh, when we had that recession, and I actually started investing then. And obviously at the time, I didn't realize that it was the, uh, the recession was coming. So I think the first property we bought, we bought it in February 2008, and then we bought another one in October 2008. But then as it, we carried on, we bought more properties 2009, 2010, and they were quite low in price, and we bought those properties. Now, if you look at what we bought till today, if I were to sell it right this minute, I would have made a lot of money because I bought it low, and I'm able to sell it high. Um, if we do go into a recession, and let's just assume the house prices fall, those same properties, I might not want to sell them because it might be that, okay, what I'm going to get for those properties in recession might be lower than I would have gotten now, so I wouldn't want to sell. So for me, it's about the right time to sell. But then what I noticed, though, is in that period, we continue to have tenants in those properties. We continue to have paying tenants. So despite the fact that people were losing their jobs and so on and so forth, people continue to pay their rent. People found a way to pay their rent. That's just generally what happens. Like, no matter how bad it gets, your first priority is to keep a roof over your head. So I feel like people always tend to prioritize that above everything else, even when they really, they really hit a bad period in time. So the rental market continues to grow. And also it means that in a moment, in a moment of recession, when there isn't enough money, for people to buy, then they can't buy, so they have to go and rent. Um, so yeah, I would say, if you find a deal right this minute, go for it. If you find a deal tomorrow, go for it, as long as you're not looking to sell straight away. Um, and if you're an investor that may perhaps maybe trades and properties or, or flips, um, it might mean that you can't Carry on doing what you're doing now, and if we really, if the, the property market gets hit really badly, you might, it might mean that you might have to put a hold on your selling and probably just hold on to it and rent it out. So it means you might not get the money that you're looking to get out of the deal uh, as much as you would like to get out of the deal, but you should still be able to refinance and get some money out and then rent the property. You're still able to make a rental profit and you just change your strategy. Like it's usually that simple, change your strategy. So yeah, my answer in a very long-winded way is it's a good time to buy. It's a good time to invest every day, all day. And can you imagine <laughs> if someone had been waiting around for the best time to buy since Brexit, they literally would still be here two years later or three yeah, years later. Yeah, exactly. Done, not done anything. So. Exactly. So yeah, uh, and I think, you know, from what, you, what you've said, that the key there is buying well and making sure that that's the first thing you want to do in any cycle in any moment you really want to ensure you're buying well and buying well usually it means that you're buying at a discounted rate so if you're able to find a property that's well discounted you've done your research then and it looks like it stacks up as a good deal then execute and go for it so yeah yeah, and then buying well also means, you know, you make a profit when you buy. So that's the other thing. So people, I mean, obviously, when go, everyone goes into property to make money, right? And you anticipate that at some point you're going to have some sort of growth. You're going to have some sort of um, equity and, and so on and so forth. But actually, the real, the best people at this game 
make money when they buy, which basically means you're buying well, which basically means you're buying at a price where ordinarily you've already got some equity in it at, from the onset. So this is where I tend to tell people, so that, you know, people come and ask me things like, should I buy a new build? Or I'm looking to invest, I want to buy a new build. And I always say to them, no, like, I don't understand how you're looking to make money, you're looking to buy a new build. A new build usually and typically don't have any, you know, you're literally buying at the very top of the, 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 the chain. So you're not yeah. buying, at that point when you're buying that new build, you're not making any money because you're typically going to pay top dollar for it. But when you're buying yeah. properties that are derelict, you're buying properties that you can add value to, you're buying properties that are below the market rate, um, if you're buying a property that at the time when you're buying, just by sheer um, demand and supply, you're able to make money even at the time when you buy, that's you buying well, that's you buying and making a profit even at the onset. Now, if anything then happens along the way, it's a bonus. Um, so that's, that's the way to look at properties. If there's anybody out there listening and they're wondering what that means, you know, you want to make money when you buy. Um, so that whatever happens, you're still going to make money, but at least you've made some money, some good money at the, at the onset. So when I pick up properties that need work, um, I'm, I'm able to, and I know how much it's going to cost me to bring it up to value. I know how much it's going to cost, how much the full market rate is. I'm able to decide or you know, quickly see where if there's an opportunity for some sort of equity in that property and that's buying well for me. Exactly, exactly. So I guess, I guess in summary, it's, there's never a good time to, sorry, there's never not a good time to buy. Um, the key is, the key is buying well and making sure, as you said, you, you, you lock in some equity from the onset. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, with, every, with everything that's going on, I guess we probably just want to wish our, our listeners well and, um, you know, make sure you're looking after yourselves, make sure you're looking after your families, make sure you're looking after your health. And um, yeah, and listen, there's, there's in, in the midst of crisis uh, is always opportunity. I think that's one of the greatest uh, quotes that we have and that's uh, often used in the property circle. This is a moment of crisis that's, that's coming. And, uh, you know, the other thing I guess we could, we could talk about um, Bimbala is what if okay you know it's a recession mm-hmm. and what what can you do what can you do um, so we know that a re- uh, we, we're in it the mm-hmm. recession started so what now what does that mean does that mean you know I go out and I quickly buy all, all the properties I can or mm-hmm. you know or maybe I'm not quite I don't have enough cash or I don't have this so what can I do um, uh, you know, during this recession? Well, so what I would advise people to do is, so again, it depends on what's, what's in, you know, what you have right now. So if you are someone that's interested in property, then you do have some cash, of course, go and go ahead and see if you can buy something, especially now when there is some sort of stamp duty relief. Um, that's a good reason to buy right now. If you have some, some money to invest, um, if you don't have as much money to invest, there's so many other things that you could do to get you into property. So we're talking things like rent to rent. Uh, so these are opportunities for you to actually control somebody else's property and still make money. 
Um, there are opportunities such as um, lease options. So there, there's so many different property strategies that you can actually get yourself started on that does not require too much money to get started. You should definitely be thinking about being trained, um, getting some training on properties, because like I said, if the recession is yet to stay, there's nothing you can do about it. And if we already know that in recession, there's an opportunity, there are going to be lots and lots of opportunities. And I think this is actually a good time for rent to rent opportunities, because if we have certain to when a recession hits, what happens is you get a number of um, perhaps maybe retired or motivated landlords um, or retiring landlords or people that have been here that really want to get rid of their stock and or want somebody else to manage their stock in such a way that they still have that guaranteed rent, then you as a potential investor, someone like starting out or someone like again, this is an opportunity for you to to get into that. So definitely reach out to us uh, and we can point you in the right direction. Um, what else can people do in this time? Yeah, and do a lot of a lot of education is good as well in this time because you then you're kept up to speed with what's going on what you know what's out there get trained rent to rent opportunities and we have money by awesome awesome so yeah so i guess um once again um we yeah we want to wish our listeners well and uh make sure you're looking after yourselves and looking after your families and looking after your health and um we've enjoyed having you listening and um yeah if you enjoyed this episode, please do share it. Please um, share it with a friend. Even just if it's just one friend, it will, it will help us a lot. So um, we're currently in five countries, which is really exciting. And of course, we want to grow our listener base. So please do share it if you find it useful. Um, if you have any questions for us, if you have any topics you want us to cover, then reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to have a conversation or even bring a guest on to talk about the topic yeah, if you haven't listened to our previous episode you definitely want to go back um, to listen to some of the episodes that we've put out we've had a couple of interviews with some amazing property investors that you can learn so much from we've had we've talked about what it is to be a landlord and some of the the fun things that you have to do being a landlord um, we've got a previous episode where we've actually talked a little, a little bit about our whys like why are we doing what we're doing so you get to know a little bit about us as well so yeah if this is your first time listening we definitely want to go back and check some of our episodes Cool. So it's been a good one as usual. Until next time, Bimbala. Take care. Bye. Ciao.